You are listening to HHS bonus content from the Hillbilly Horror Stories Network. This bonus content is released during the week for your listening pleasure while awaiting the release of Sunday's actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episode. All bonus content will be listed as HHS Presents or HHS Midweek while the actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episodes will have only an episode number and the title listed, for example, 187, The Kentucky Vampires. Those episodes are a longer deep dive into a particular subject. If you are new to the show and the bonuses aren't your style, get the full-length episode to try. Enjoy! Hillbilly Youngins is intended for a younger listening audience. Hey, I'm Kristen, and Jerry and Tracy are my parents. Hi, I'm Dakota, and Jerry and Tracy are my grandparents. And And we we are... The Hillbilly Youngins. Hey guys, it's Kristen. And Dakota. And you're listening to episode... 20. Whoops. (laughs) 20. (laughs) Of Hillbilly... Youngins. And today... We are going to... Read a story... Out of a book. Called... Haunted Kentucky. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Haunted Kentucky. We read out this one before. It's actually a really good book. Haunted Kentucky, Ghosts and Strange Phenomena of the Bluegrass State. Written by Alan Brown. He's with Stackpole Books. (laughs) And I want to make sure I cite my source. Illustration by Mark Radel. And it's a good book, yo. Now, Dakota, Hmm. I have picked two stories that I'm going to read. Mm -hmm. The first story, take one guess. How am I supposed to know? Just take a guess. Okay, give me a hint. Is it funny? Like, is it a funny name? It's something I laugh at all the time. Something headless. Yes. The Headless Nun (laughs) of Bethlehem Academy. And it starts like this. Settlers did not move into Hardin County until Captain Thomas Helm, Colonel Andrew Hines, and Colonel Samuel Haycraft built a triangular group of stockades. That's the, that's like the second time we've read that word before. Stockades. stockades, yeah. And we still don't know what it means, guys. Yeah, we need to Google that. Note to self. Um, for defense against the Indians, Thomas Lincoln, Abraham's father, was among the first settlers in Hardin County. One of the towns that grew up around these forts was Elizabethtown, or E-Town as we call it. (laughs) Named after the wife of Colonel Andrew Hines, E-Town was legally established on July 4, 1797. In the early 1800s, in an area around E-Town known as Harcourt, the log home of Sylvester Borman was used as a house of worship for the five Catholic families who were living in Hardin County at the time. The county's first resident pastor, Father Charles J. Cecil, served served several area missions from Bethlehem Academy, a girls' school that was established in 1820. The academy was located on 580... (laughs) acres 580 acres that john l helm 
twice governor of Kentucky, had sold for $2,240 to Father Cecil. <laughs> Cecil. Cecil. The sisters of Laredo, who ran the academy, used the Helm Mansion as the school's main building wings were added around 1848. Throughout most of its history, Bethlehem Academy served as both a grade school and high school. It had facilities for 25 day students and 75 boarding students. The academy closed in 1959 and the Helm Mansion was restored in 1981. Over the years, it, had ha- it has housed a hotel and a restaurant, but residents of E-Town still talk about the ghost of the murdered man who haunts the building. <laughs> According to a version of the legend collected in 1970 by Western Kentucky University student Penny Vance, that's gross. <laughs> Three nuns remained in Bethlehem Academy after it closed in 1959. I just want to take a pause on that. And this is really, I, I really hope I'm not offending anyone um, who is a nun that might listen to our show. But I'm Catholic and I was brought up in a Catholic school for most of my educational career. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell, by the way, I can read, but, um, <laughs> and we had nuns that were our teachers and they scare me. They're, they used to scare the crap out of me. Have you ever seen a nun? Yeah. I swear. I thought they never had hair under those hats. Really? really I know. Well. There was some, there was some were really nice, but I remember we had a principal named Sister Patricia Jean and she was <laughs> like scared the living crap out of me. Every time she'd get mad, her face would turn like blood red. It was frightening. Ooh, why would you say, oh. uh, why would you say that? Anyways. I and have you ever seen the movie, The Nun? Oh, that's a good, that's a good one. I almost one. faint when I hear that word. What? Blood red. Mom! <laughs> her and her sister, they don't like the blood word. So they call it Ruby. They're like, oh no, look at all that Ruby. <laughs> it's so funny. It's not funny. All right, let's continue. I mean, your daughter's literally about to faint because she hears the word. Okay, let's see. They were awaiting their transfer to another school. During the winter, one of the nuns entertained herself and her sisters by playing the organ in the assembly room on the third floor. One night, two of the nuns were sitting quietly, listening to the organ music, when the performance was interrupted by a blood-curdling scream. I'm sorry, a ruby-curdling scream. (laughs) Alarmed by the tales, they had heard about a madman running amok in the area. The two sisters resisted the temptation to investigate, very smart, (laughs) the source of the scream. Now, you don't see that much in real life nowadays mostly in the movies they're like um hello is anyone there and then you got like an axe man in the distance holding an axe and they just keep walking towards um hello (laughs) is that an axe you're holding (laughs) hello would you can i can you like come closer so i can can interest you in a cup of coffee before you murder me (laughs) all right okay let's see the next day, several neighbors accompanied them upstairs where they found the headless corpse of the third nun <gasps> lying oh on the floor. Now I feel bad for laughing. Lying on the floor of the assembly room in a pool of ruby. And these are like two things. Yeah. This is us. Oh, Neither her head 
nor her murderer were ever found. Ghostly activity has been recorded in the building that housed Bethlehem Academy for many years. That is terrible. Diners in the restaurant have encountered cold spots in certain areas. No, but why are people so cruel? Because people are just cruel. But why? I don't know. Because they're right. away or their mamas didn't know how to raise them. I don't, I don't know. You said it in the last episode. <laughs> well, I mean, it's serious. It's true. Servers have sometimes left an object in a specific location only to have it moved to a different spot a few hours later. It is said that on cloudy nights, passerby, ha- passersby <laughs> what? have heard the ghostly nun playing the organ. They have also seen lights being turned off and on and windows left open in the building long after it was closed. Imagine having the whole place to yourself. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be scary, but I would like to ha- If I were to haunt somewhere, it would definitely be definitely be somewhere public, so they could see you. No, I mean, just so I wouldn't be all alone and like terrified oh, for all my life. Sad, like Casper. <laughs> <laughs> the absence of leaves on the trees surrounding the old school is attributed to hashtag bad vibes. Mom, I just kidding. It's just in quotations. Bad vibes. Created by the murder of the nun. The uneasy feeling that some people experience in Bethlehem Academy seems to be affecting even those on the grounds of the old school. Hmm. Should we read one more? It's not that long. Okay. This story is called Strange Goings On at the Gates of H-E-Double Hockey Sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, we call it heck. The Gates of Heck. At the end of St. John's Road in E-Town, what is up with E-Town, is a historic graveyard called Grandview Cemetery. Inside the iron and stone gate are the graves of early settlers dating back to the late 1700s. Also visible in the undergrowth is an evidence of vandalism. Shocker there, freaking hooligans. (laughs) Teenagers who congregate at the isolated spot attracted to the old cemetery they call quote-unquote, gates of heck. By reports of paranormal phenomena and satanic rituals have left behind beer cans and overturned tombstones. Party! Not really. (laughs) Like, at all. Kick it! (laughs) You don't know what that means. Anyway, Grandma does. When she edits this, she'll laugh. Grandview Cemetery's reputation at the site of devil worship derives mostly from the large number of animal parts. Oh and my we've been gosh. talking about a lot of dead animals today. Holy moly. That is And terrible. carcasses said to have been found there. Oh, I'm sorry. This you done? is terrible. Well, we just talked about a headless nun and you didn't have that same reaction. So what well, because I don't about care you? about humans because they pollute the earth. <laughs> Why would I? I'm just joking. Uh, for years, rumors have floated around E-Town about charred bones and animal skins scattered among the tombstones. An article appearing in April 7, 2003 edition of the Elizabethtown News Enterprise reported the discovery of the remains of three dogs, nope. a puppy, two cats, a calf, and a deer in the cemetery by two members of the Kentucky Society for Ghost Research. Speaking for the state police, Trooper Roger Walters said that the old graveyard was used by the town's residents as a dumping ground for dead animals, like a pet cemetery. One of the members of a ghost hunting group 
however, pointed to the satanic symbols spray-painted on the trees along the road leading to the cemetery as proof Satanists actually do sacrifice animals on the gates of heck. Why animals? Why not humans? That would be... I mean, what about those teenage hooligans? Oh my gosh, Dakota. Yeah, but animals have feelings too. Are you secretly a serial killer? Really, Mom? Really? I'm kidding. (laughs) Since Grandview Cemetery first acquired the nickname Gates of Heck in the 1980s, a large body of local lore has been generated by teenagers who go to the old cemetery to party and park. (laughs) Manifestations reportedly have occurred both day and night. People hanging out at the cemetery claim to have heard screams echoing through the trees. Yeah, they're probably like, what the heck are these people doing here? No, these are the people that hurt the people partying heard these. I know. Visitors to the graveyard have experienced electrical problems with their cars. Good, I hope they get arrested. Seriously. After sitting with their engines turned off for a while, cult spots have been detected inside the old gates. Some high school and college students have described shadow people meandering around the tombstones. I wonder why. I mean, it's a cemetery. We're pre- we're literally where people are dead. I think that they're just drunk. And they're just seeing things. That's what happens when you party too hard. One night, you don't I know never about do that, that yet. You you never will. You'll never know what it is. I hate beer. And, and if so, you ever try, so I will kill you. Mom, I'm why do really. you always say that? One night, several teenagers sitting in the cemetery turn off their headlights and were surprised to see that a tombstone placed in a tree was glowing. Yikes. The Shadowlands website tells the story of a young couple who were parking in the cemetery when they observed a green orb hovering above their car. They stared in wonder at the strange light for two minutes before it soared straight up into the air and vanished. Believers in Supernatural are quick to point out that Grandview Cemetery is just down the road from another hotbed of paranormal activity, Bethlehem Academy. It all ties together. I just knocked a bunch of stuff off the table. (laughs) Holy crud. Crud is a gross word. Crap. <laughs> That's a gross <laughs> word, too. <laughs> I hear you yell at me for saying crap. That's pretty good. What do you think, sister? It was good. I think so, too. I think we should go ahead and wrap it up, because that was a pretty couple long stories. What do you say? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hope we know at the same time. Ready? Bye. Bye. Kids, just a quick reminder that bullying is not okay. If you are bullying someone, you should be ashamed of yourself. If you are being bullied, please tell your teacher, your counselor, or your parents. Remember to check out the website www.pasterkidsagainstbullying.org. Again, that's www.pasterkidsagainstbullying.org. Bye!